0: Oh, hello there. I bet you weren't expecting a cold open to start the week of shows. But this week, I sat down in studio with Robbie Liano from Locked on Coyotes and my dearest frenemy, Sarah Avampado from Locked on LA Kings. We all got together over the weekend for a weekend of fun, frivolity, and food talk. The audio may sound a little muffled, but it's still a fun time and worth hearing. Today is part one of that interview, so join us. Let's go welcome to locked on southwestern hockey i'm your host jason jd hernandez covering hockey for a long time and i'm not alone i got a couple guests with me uh we are live here in tucson not the valley of the sun and i've got robbie Liano through the window and to my left i have the pierre Maguire to my doc emmerich (laughs) Sarah Avampato host of Locked on NHL and Locked on LA Kings and I'll start with Robbie in the control booth Robbie how's it going
1: oh it's go- it's going pretty well I think uh we had a pretty good weekend outside of the uh the hockey games that we that we saw but you know it, was, it wasn't bad
0: yeah and giving those humble apologies will be Sarah Avampato host of Locked on LA Kings who covers the Ontario rain uh Sarah would you like to make any apologies to Robbie right now
2: Listen, they were so bad at the beginning of the season that, like, let me just have this. I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we're, of course, talking about the game that took place just about an hour ago between the Ontario Rain and Tucson Roadrunners. Ontario was victorious 9-4. to This was the most goals the Rain had scored this season. In fact, the previous high for the Ontario Rain was just last week <laughs> against the San Diego Goals. They scored a 7-spot. And they put up nine. Uh, the biggest surprise of this game, to Sarah's delight, was Boko O'Mama three points in a period. What was that?
2: I mean, he's he's magical. We were so close to either a Boko O'Mama hat trick, and they were trying. In, in, like in the end of the game, they were on the power play, and they had Boko O'Mama out there, and you could see they were trying to set him up for <laughs> for a goal, which was amazing. We, we were so close to either that or a Gordy Howe hat trick from Boko O'Mama because uh, the fact that the opportunity, opportunity did not arise to uh, to drop his gloves was actually kind of surprising, but I love it. I love seeing from him uh, a good season, and unfortunately fans couldn't be there to see it, but we saw it, and that was awesome. There were a few fans there. Uh, I mean, a few. the rest of the season, not not today. That was different.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's been a disappointing thing this season, is fans have not been able to watch the interior, and they've had to go to tucson or go to colorado yes some fans made it all the way out there to loveland
1: what's 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 why do people want to go there to watch hockey maybe (laughs) why not see there's a reason people want to come to tucson because i showed you guys it's an awesome city but loveland
0: i i don't know i can't think of a better reason to go to loveland aside from hockey that's about it (laughs) is it near anything it's it's like what an hour north of Denver. Yeah, it's yeah. Mm. De- Denver is the big calling card there. For what it's worth, hmm. mm, no, you don't. You don't want to go to Ball Arena.
2: Oh, I love Denver. <laughs> I've been to Ball Arena. I laughed the whole time that I was at Ball Arena. Why did you laugh the whole time you were at Ball Arena? Because it's the stupidest name in sports. <laughs> Stupider
0: than guaranteed rate field in the south side of Chicago. Yes. We've got a. There's stupider names out there for corporately named stadiums. Corporately. It's called
1: ball. There, there, there are some dumb ones out there. I, I, can I think
0: of any on the top of my head right now?
1: No, but they're. Yeah.
0: Well, the fact that you have an American Airlines arena and an American Airlines center in Dallas and Miami, that confuses fans all the time. I mean, there's uh,
1: there's a Wells Fargo arena, a Wells Fargo center, another Wells Fargo arena. Um, Wells Fargo, st- I think there's a Wells Fargo stadium somewhere. Yeah. Wells Fargo does like, I want to say has like 15 different stadiums based off the college minor league or major
0: league level. It is unbelievable. Hey, there's, there's one for you, Sarah. Toyota Arena and not Toyota Center because Toyota Arena is the home, it used to be, that I'm kidding, of the Ontario Rain. And Tucson's, oh, sorry, Toyota Center is the home of the Houston Rockets. I remember that. <laughs> Hooray. Um, so, what other takeaways before we get into the whole playoff bit can we take from today's game? One thing we can take away is you can tell, not,
1: not, not just from Tucson's side because of how bad they're playing, but from both sides. The motivation is just not there. Like they, they, they knew that this game not not only was this game meaningless, but the playoffs are also pretty meaningless.
2: Yeah, I mean
0: that's a whole other can of worms. Go ahead,
2: Sarah. (laughs) I mean it it was both teams had more energy than I expected them to have today. Like knowing that this game meant absolutely nothing for either team. I was expecting something that looked a little more like preseason hockey, but, um, and, and it seemed like the, the officials were trying to keep the game under control from the very beginning, you know, handing out roughing penalties just to be like, can we please not, you know, blow anyone up in this game? But, uh, and, <laughs> and, and,
1: you know, I, I heard quite a bit of that in the press conference, um, after, after the game, we'd, Uh, we talked to some of the players, Jeremy Gregoire, uh, Kyle Cabo-Bianco, um, and, and a few others, as well as, uh, coach Steve Popfan for the, for, uh, for the, um, media session. And, uh, all like put a lot of them kind of skirted away from the question about whether or not they wanted to play in the playoffs all that kind of stuff. And, uh, and I think especially the one from Bianco, and I'm probably gonna uh, play a clip from it once this is all edited and put back together. Um, and uh, we pretty much he, he was asked the question about you know the playoffs just in general, and he kind of just said, "Well, we're we'll just focused on Tuesday," <laughs> like, you, like you just completely avoided the question, and and that seemed to be the case. Like that no one really wanted to answer that question of if they wanted to play on uh for these playoffs because obviously we know the article that came out like you know Mm -hmm. not not too recently and it shows that yeah like i think what they said like three players max probably wanted to
2: yeah no one wants this yeah seven
1: players seven players wanted to play in the tournament out out of of everyone in the pacific division
0: we'll hear more of this interview in a bit but first let's talk about credit karma now credit karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions with their free credit checker, which I do use, or they actually help with taxes as well, which I also use this year. So Credit Karma has always been there for you. But now with a Credit Karma money spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. It's a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. When you use your Credit Karma money debit card, you can win daily instant karma purchase reimbursements on items up to $5,000 and a spin. Open your FDIC-insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. Right now, visit creditkarma.com slash winmoney to open your free account and start winning instant karma. That's creditkarma.com slash winmoney to sign up for free and start winning Instant Karma. Once again, that's creditkarma.com slash winmoney. Instant Karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated, member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. before we get into that whole mess, here's the schedule coming up. So I have it right in front of me. Okay. The play in round or what the NBA calls or what LeBron calls BS. (laughs) What play in round Tuesday? There are two games. The Tucson Roadrunners will play the fourth seed San Jose Barracuda at one o'clock Pacific time or mountain standard time. Then the second semifinal, the Ontario Rain faces the Colorado Eagles at 7.30 p.m. Pacific Time, or Mountain Standard Time. And then the play-in final will be between the two winners Wednesday, May 19th, at 7 Pacific. All games will be played at Irvine, California, at the Five Points Arena. A fantastic venue, by the way. Probably one of my favorite temporary venues from this season. Well, it's, it's way better than TSC in El Segundo. I'm just going to put it out there.
2: I can't even defend TSC. I can't. There's it. No, you're correct. Yeah. And as for the, others, the other one,
0: the semifinal round, the Henderson Silver Knights, the number one seed, they will draw the play-in winner. Uh, games one through three will be to be determined. All games are played at the Orleans Arena, the former home of the Las Vegas Wranglers at Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, don't worry. There won't be any midnight hockey. There won't be any quote-unquote adult entertainment. None of that.
2: Darn just,
0: it. You said don't worry?
2: I mean... Yeah. Got it's like, the kind of stuff that I want, though. Yeah. Why are we being deprived of this? That's
0: a whole but other story. This is,
2: this is two to one here. That's true.
0: Is <laughs> this memories of the ECHL back when you could do whatever you want in the East. I'm sorry. The ECHL. I cannot say that. The Wild West of the ECHL. Yes. And the other Pacific Division semifinal, which is set... Number two seed Bakersfield takes on number three seed San Diego Goals. Game one is Friday, May 21st. Game second is Sunday, May 23rd. Game three, if necessary, is Monday, May 24th. It's a best of three series. All games will begin at approximately 5 or 6 p.m. Pacific. All games are played at the Mechanics Bank Center in Bakersfield, California, which is good for Goals fans because they could go to the games. That's not, a, that's not a bad drive. It's not. It's maybe a two-hour drive for me. Ish. Yeah, you can... like. I mean, it, those coming from San Diego, it's a little bit... Those coming from San Diego, that's maybe a three-and-a-half-hour drive if Probably. they go around L.A. If
1: you go around L.A. And maybe... I mean, I mean, the Grapevine's pretty fast. There's no rain right
0: now. They're, they're fine on the Grapevine,
1: I Yeah, think. they're fine. The last time I went up, uh, since I was coming in from the... East from from Arizona, I had, I had to take two fifteen, then then go through Palmdale and go like that. that, that, that. Like I don't know what GPS wanted me oh, to. Oh no, but... no, why? Like it was like two fifteen to wh- whatever, like thirty eight
0: to. So be the twelve. So be the two so fifteen to the one thirty eight. You pass through Boron for some god awful reason. You take that little like weird route that's kind of straight but kind of through like dust area. Yep. And if you go like a mile south of that, you get the musical road, which sounds creepy, and then you finally end up in Bakersfield.
2: We've reached the uh, this, the uh, California native portion of the show, where they talk about uh, what directions they take to get to places for about twenty minutes. So if you're not <laughs> if you're not a Californian, you can just check out for a little bit. I'll but, let you I mean, know. he, he did I'll mention mention the, the, yeah. he did
1: mention the musical road though. That's a, I mean, like I know. You know actually, I'm
2: really curious about that. It's uh, <laughs>
1: it's 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 a little highway that will play William Tell. What allegedly. It's it's. Going you have up. to go to certain speed, and uh, you have to hit the uh, the speed bumps at the right time, like and at it, the right angle and everything. Like,
0: if you don't, it sounds like a very deranged version of the William Tell Not So Overture. That's what it sounds like. Sorry to say.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, we are way past our ad break, so I don't even know what the ad breaks are. So. I don't know I don't have it right here but we'll like we're, we're 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 just gonna You know it's probably an ad break. You know I'm I'm pretty hungry right now. I mean I'm not too hungry. But I mean maybe the road runners needed a little bit of energy. Maybe they needed some kind of protein in their life. So I'm thinking they needed built bar in their lives, right? Definitely
1: needed some built bar. I mean I I I um, I had some just the other morning, you know, I sh- shared that on on Twitter and my god. I I I I can't say. Best tasting protein bar ever. You're welcome, by the way. <laughs> Thank you very much. Which flavor did you like a lot? And I'll let him say this. I, uh, I, this, 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 this last morning, I had the, uh, the, the churro puff yes. flavor. How yes. did you love the churro puff? It was phenomenal. Yeah. It was absolutely phenomenal.
2: Do you think the churro puff was robbed now in the uh, the championship?
1: Oh, absolutely. Churro puff should have won.
0: Absolutely. I'm not going to go on. I mean, I could. No,
2: don't. We have no. like eight more ad breaks to do. You can do it later.
0: <laughs> okay. So if you want your puff for yourself or any of the other fantastic flavors like cookie dough, cookies and cream, you can go to builtbar.com right now. Use promo code LOCKED15. It's still LOCKED15 for 15% off your next order of Built Bar. Yeah. It's the best tasting protein bar in the land. And please... Um, <laughs>
2: Eat responsibly?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, you can put it that way. If you're looking for the lowest prices in automobile parts, go to rockauto.com right now. They've been family owned and operated for over two decades. Why pay full price when you could pay half of that or even less by going to rockauto.com right now? Their user interface is very friendly, and hey, they got parts for every car you could imagine, including a Nissan Juke, a Toyota Prius. Or a Ferrari? So go to rockauto.com right now. And in the How Did You Hear About Us box, tell them that Locked On Ducks or Locked On Southwest Hockey sent you. Once again, that is rockauto.com. All the parts your car will ever need. We should stop with the food tour, but uh, talk about something else that I kind of skirted around that we alluded to. And these playoffs are starting whether the players like it or not. It, it's, it's happening. It's a thing that's going to happen for the next couple of weeks to determine who's going to win the Pacific Division.
1: The Pacific Division Trophy. I think, what is it called? The Clark Trophy, I think. The like that. Chick Trophy, I believe.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, that, that thing. Which, uh, Robbie, you can attest to where that trophy is right now. It's currently Asterix in Tucson.
1: Wow.
2: Um,
1: <laughs> and, I, and I'm not afraid to say that because... I mean, obviously, Tucson was supposed to win it last year because they were the best team in the Pacific Division last year, bar none. Like, it's like there's no question about it. But the season ended early, and they were already on top, and they're like, "Eh, yeah. it's yours." Yeah, yeah. Like Go they ahead. should they should have finished the season. Like, I mean, if they they, they should shouldn't have given a trophy to an unfinished season. Like, even though they were the best team.
2: I'm just imagining, like. Giving them like a a, a fake trophy, yeah. just like a like a a weird bootleg version of whatever the trophy is.
1: I mean, they have their banner raising. They're, they did the banner raising ceremony about I think the second game that uh, that when fans were allowed into the season. So I think it was the second game when they were playing Texas or something like that. I was like, they're really raising a banner yep. for winning the division and a shortened season like okay sure
0: i mean why not it gives the fans
1: something to cheer about right yeah that's fair enough but then there was only like six six like at the time only 600 fans were allowed in it was 10 percent capacity it was like nothing not, nothing and then today it was at 25 25 percent, so about 1500 to 2000 fans somewhere around there
2: and, like, a pretty good this – is, this, this is actually the um, – um, both Robbie and Jason have done hockey games in person, uh, but this is the first game that I've gone to all season, um, these two games here in Tucson. And I had been really curious to see how um, – th- what the energy was like in a game with a reduced capacity. And, you know, like, was it as a, as loud as a salad game? No. But those fans were into it. Like, everyone was so pumped to be there. Um, I think that it was just – didn't define my expectations. Like It's not like I expected it to be like crickets. But it was just really neat to see that even with 25% capacity in that building, that you could still feel the energy of the crowd. And especially uh, today's game was a little lopsided, let's say, in terms of score. But uh, the game before that ended in overtime, uh, the energy on that one was like, you could feel it. Uh, And so then I'm like, well, wow, this place would be, the roof would be off if it was a, a full capacity crowd. Yeah.
1: I know, uh, and, and I'll be honest. I haven't seen a full capacity game in well over a year. Yeah. Like, in, which is surprising me because, like, I think the the highest capacity I saw within, in the last year and a half was about say they got to about five thousand, maybe a little over five thousand seats out of sixty five hundred. So
0: pretty close, but I'm trying to think the last time I saw a full capacity game because even after January, I couldn't think of anything full capacity for Ontario at all. Uh, sir, I think the last time we saw a full capacity game was when we covered the All Star game in Ontario. Yeah, last I, year.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, it depends on how you're defining full capacity because I definitely was at Chicago Wolves games through March until the pandemic, but they don't sell out, so it's not like All Star right. Arena is, is is sold out. But you know, had a pretty good crowd. But yeah, in terms of every butt in every seat, then yeah, it was the All Star game.
0: Yeah, All Star weekend okay. and seen martin for destroy a puck <laughs> 109 miles an hour i still will never forget seeing that happen that's my boy oh, man that
1: is ridiculous
0: you that's got a me. you got a glimpse of that on friday
1: yeah i saw I, yeah that seen that uh that shot just zoom past uh chris now i'm like look, <laughs> what the hell like like i i i i couldn't even see it go yeah. i just i also it was just in the back of the net and it's like
0: well, there's, that's the game. Yep, we're done. Wow, we were behind the net when we saw that. That yeah. was
2: a fast shot. Yeah, we were behind the net, and like you could see, they gave Martin Firk a lane. Like, and I get it. Like, much like how people like step out of the way of a Shea Weber like slap shot, pew, or like Chara, <laughs> like people step out of the way of a Martin Furk shot. But I was like, he's right, he's right, he's right. Oh, okay, he's just gonna score. Cool. And and he blasted that one pretty well. I love how he kind of undressed the defense
0: a little bit because whoever was defending him, I forgot who was defending him, allegedly, just kind of slipped down on the ice, almost face-planted, and it was maybe two guys left, and they didn't cover him at all. So they gave him all that space on the slot, and he just said, okay, sure, flip Flip it in there. Why not?
2: An attempt was made.
0: An
1: attempt was made. Was there, though?
2: Yes. They tried. It's not like they all just, like— Said effort it and left, you know? Like
0: <laughs> They're not the goalie.
2: Right. Like, they tried. I'm going to give them props. Like, that game went to overtime. It did go to
1: overtime. And it didn't seem like it was going to go to overtime at first. Yeah. It, it took, it, it took like, quite
0: a bit.
2: Yeah, to get going, yeah.
0: It, it, it did. I'm, I'm sorry that I called overtime on that game. It's my fault. I'm sorry. Oh, that's what else I wanted to talk about. Something that I haven't seen in well over a year is something that you alluded to. The fans and the fans coming back. The reaction for the fans every time that a goal would be scored. Tucson has some chance going for them. They're not too bad where they say, "Goal! it's your fault. It's all your fault. It's all your fault. That one's pretty good. Don't get me wrong. Tucson's is fine. But I post-locked on Ducks. San Diego takes it to a whole other level. I mean... Do we, do we need to bring Justin
1: Bradford in here from from uh, Locked On Predators? <laughs> like that's that that doesn't even
0: compare. No, it doesn't. But the guy that runs the thing from San Diego, uh, Jeff, he's lived in Nashville, so that's where he kind of got it from. So his his actually builds up. Like in Tucson, it's the same chant. Like I like the chant, but it's the same chant every time. Whereas in San Diego, it builds up more and more and more. Then you get to like one, two, three, four, five, hey goalie it 's all your fault, and in the end, you suck loser, and when they say loser, everybody in that section brings up the l to their forehead and they just let them have it it 's kind of humiliating to the goalie, but I just like the fact that it builds up every goal, and more of the crowd builds up, plus in a building that seats thirteen thousand people. You can imagine how loud it gets when they get to that point of the game. This is wild.
1: I've already seen a couple of the uh, the Calder Cup uh, ones. I think it was 2017 or 2018. No, 2017, because they missed 2018.
0: Yeah. The 2017 playoffs. I- I'm sorry for all the fans that went into San Diego and just hated life. <laughs> that they were visiting. They are like, we don't want to be here anymore. Please get us out of this building, Please. They're, they're ruthless. They're pretty bad. <laughs> oh yeah, they.
1: Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't as unison as uh, this. Uh, this weekend in Tucson, but like when uh, when the Tucson was in the playoffs, that the, their series against the Barracuda that couple years ago, uh, like they they did it pretty well, and plus you know to see that combined with the uh, the Coyotes whiteout, like
0: we saw someone with a shirt today that had. Tucson whiteout, or I think, yeah, something like that. Uh, Someone wore that shirt today, and I was like, they do that here in Tucson? They do. And it's pretty freaking cool. I was kind of surprised when I saw that because, you know, that is an Arizona Coyotes thing, and I didn't know that the Roadrunners had adopted that as well.
1: Well, they're owned by the Coyotes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's gonna do it for today. We'll continue with part duh of this wonderful interview on the next episode of Locked on Ducks. In the meantime, you could hear this podcast as well as Locked On Coyotes and Locked On Kings on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or the new Odyssey app, which is spelled A-U-D-A-C-Y. And don't forget to check us out on Twitter. My personal Twitter is at StimpyJD. The show's Twitter is at LO underscore Ducks. And check out Locked on Kings, Locked on Coyotes, and also Locked on NHL, which Sarah does host every Monday and Wednesday. So definitely check that out. Thank you all once again, and come back for part two of the interview next time. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great rest of the day. Please be safe out there. Continue practicing social distancing. Be kind to one another. And Ducks, fly together.